You're listening to Orlando Credit Union's On The Money. I'm your host, Kaylee Green, and today I'm joined by Orlando Credit Union's Vice President of Information Technology, Victor Gonzalez. Hi, Victor. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Very happy you're here today because we are getting into that holiday season. And I feel like this is that time of year where, you know, the phishing scams are happening. The fraud is coming out. You're getting those suspicious texts Mm. and emails. And it's important to know how you can prevent falling victim to fraud. So before we get into the nitty gritty of this topic, give us a little bit about your background working in IT. Of course. Um, as you know, I'm, I've been here as the VP of IT for the last four years. Uh, before that, I, I was the VP of IT at Axiom Bank. And prior to that, I was the IT manager at the Institute of Internal Auditors. From the education perspective, I have a bachelor's degree in civil engineering, which I got in Dominican Republic. Then I have a second bachelor's degree in computer science in New York. Besides that, I have other certifications like Florida School of Banking and CISSP, which is a Certified Information System Security Professional Certification. So you have really seen things evolve over the years as far as technology is concerned. How have you seen all of the different scams really become more believable? I feel like right now it's so much harder to differentiate real from fake. The thing is that as technology evolves, the scammer evolves. Mm-hmm. And w- uh, the two items that is happening the most is what is called the non-delivery and no- non-payment crimes, okay. uh, basically. why One of them is, for example, something that you pay for a goods and services, and you never receive it. And the other one is that you ship, you know, like uh, goods and services, and the, the seller never gets paid for, for those items. So I'm seeing a lot of texts that are coming through that are like, oh, you know, click on such and such to see your FedEx order. Like that's, I feel like a really popular one right now. And I think it's only been going to become even more prevalent and harder to differentiate as we're getting into the holiday season. You know, everyone is online shopping for holiday gifts and a lot of people do have things that are coming through FedEx. I feel like it's easier to look at it when it's the middle of June and I know I haven't bought anything and say, oh, that's definitely a scam. But it's going to become even harder to differentiate now that we're really in that thick of like online shopping. Of course, uh, that's one of the the ways that scammers, you know, look into your information. Mm -hmm. They send a lot of text, emails uh, where they look legit, but they are not. So I ask everybody to be kind of careful with those type of things. And one of the items that if you see, especially online during the season, this season, is that if you see something that is too good to be true, It's too good to be true. It is. (laughs) And I think that is such an important thing to remember, especially when we are, you know, like I said, online shopping and looking at all of those things that we want to buy online. If there's a deal that I'm getting in an email and it looks like a really great deal, it's important to make sure that's not a scam. So one of the tips that I've been told previously is to always check the spelling of the email. Is that a good... Oh, yes, definitely. The URL, you need to check the URL very... You got to be very detailed there as far as the URL. You need to make sure that you have every URL that you're 
shopping from, they have a HTTPS at the beginning of that, which means that it is a secure channel. And if you see a URL that doesn't have that at the beginning of that URL, don't put any of your information there. So are there any other warning signs like you just mentioned? You want to make sure that you're checking that URL. I've been told to check the spelling of like the subject line, the body of the email. Are there any other signs that people should look for just to make sure that they're not falling victim to scams? Yeah. As soon as you see one of those deals, you need to make sure that whoever you're buying from, you do like a review. Uh, for example, another thing that, that I do is, for example, if you receive those uh, emails that you believe that they might be legit, but you're not certain, instead of clicking on the link, just go and open up a, a browser and, and type the URL there instead of just clicking on the link. So in that way, we, you know um, that it's not scam. And, and another thing that you can do is you can actually do some research of the companies that you're trying to buy from. Okay. So instead of saying, oh my goodness, this is only $5 for this pair of pants. Let me click on the link. I should go to the website and see if they maybe have like a banner ad or if they're promoting that same deal or not. That's correct. And one of the things that happen when you click on the link and you people might not know about it. For example, when you click on it, there are multiple things that could happen. They could be asking you for username, password, and you don't realize that you're providing that to a, a person that you didn't mean to. Another thing that is possible when you click a, a, on a link, there potentially there might be malware that can be automatically installed on your device and without you realizing it. I feel like something that I do a lot is not a lot because now I'm going to make it sound like I fall victim to phishing scams all the time. But when I click on a link and then I in my mind think, oh, this is questionable. I shouldn't have clicked on it. I like exit immediately and think, OK, I'm in the clear. But is it too late at that point? If it is, uh, if it, it depends on what type of link that is. For example, if it is to enter some because sometimes they send you the link to steal your information. For example, at that point, if you just click on the link and um, you haven't entered the data, then you're you're fine. But okay. if they um, if there is a malware, which sometimes that happens mm -hmm. when you click on the link, at that point they install the malware uh, into your device, and then at that point. Uh, it depends on what mal that malware is intended to do. Okay, so it really just depends on what kind of phishing scam Correct. that you're looking at there. So how can individuals avoid falling for phishing attempts, particularly through email and text message during the holidays? Yeah, as I said, uh, one of the things, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is to check uh, the spelling, you say that, mm -hmm. and the HTTPS to make sure that that's not, uh, that they use HTTPS there to do some research on those uh, companies that they're going to be um, uh, purchasing from. And another thing is that I say is avoid um, purchasing from like uh, Facebook marketplaces. Okay. And uh, because a lot of scammers use those, uh, for example, Craigslist and others. So I feel like that's such a popular thing to do. I I know I've definitely purchased items from Facebook Marketplace before. So when it comes to utilizing those types of avenues, is it more of a concern of they're going to ask you for the money, you're going to send it, and then they're not going to show up? Correct. Those okay. are the, the type of thing that you need to make sure that you search the feedback, reviews, yeah. and you know, you you got to be extra cautious. In, yeah, in maybe don't agree to send the money before you get the item. Sadly. Okay. Sadly. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, yeah. you know, especially in this day and age, there are so many different avenues that you can 
take advantage of people financially now. So you obviously want to make sure that the text and the emails, you're not clicking on those links. But like you said, even things like Facebook Marketplace can really not be a great avenue. That's correct. Uh, you've got to be careful, especially these days. As I said, you know, every time they come with new ways uh, to to deceive the people there, basically. Uh, there. So uh, what should a person do if they think they have fallen victim to a scam? If you think you've clicked on a link or maybe you accidentally entered information thinking it was a legitimate website and then you find out that it's not, in fact, what you thought it was, what should you do? Should you call up your financial institution immediately? Should you cancel all of your credit cards? What are the steps there? Well, it depends. Uh, for example, if you know for sure that you were a part of a fraud, what you got to do is first uh, collect your all your information, email, phone number, and receipt associated with that fraud uh, because you're going to use it to, to report it. Uh, then, for example, the state level, there are some URL, the government state that that's cost, uh, it's USA.gov slash state dash uh, consumer okay. where you can actually report those type of incidents okay and uh, another thing is that if you believe that your let's say social security uh, personal information was stolen it is important to basically report those uh, to um, a website that they have the identity that golf so where you can state there you know what had what took place Another important item that you can do is basically on the credit report, you can put a, a fraud alert there. Okay. So in that way, every activity that happened with your credit uh, score, you are being notified, avoiding, you know, future potential uh, fraud associated with this. So you don't have to go out and cancel your credit card or anything like that. You can put in those fraud alerts and make sure that those charges are disputed. That's that's correct. But in addition, if it was associated with a specific credit card, I also recommend uh, for the members uh, to basically contact that those financial institutions and actually cancel yeah. and, and get those credit card reissued. Yeah. And as a financial institution, Orlando Credit Union, of course, is one of those places that we are anticipating that there might be times where members are coming to us saying, hey, I think I've fallen victim to a phishing scam. What do I do? So are there any specific security measures in place to protect our members at Orlando Credit Union from fraud or phishing attempts? Yeah, definitely. Um, in the way that we handle cybersecurity, that's the top of mind of the CEO. Of course, we have multiple layers. We have, um, in, I mean, we have multiple layers of uh, cybersecurity enhancement on our platforms. And uh, but at the at the heart of it, we have, for example, the member, the member. What I recommend is for all the members basically to take advantage of those features that they can, for example, MFA, multi-factor authentication, and making sure that they use a very complex, you know, strong password and unique, um, not to use like a password that they use in, in other platforms. So in that way, they are they are protected. But there at the Orlando Credit Union, we, I mean, the data, the members' data is the most important item that we have there. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we have uh, deployed uh, many solutions in place, a multi-layer solution in place that uh, will kind of 
protect that data. Yeah. And especially with so many things happening in technology, it's so important when you're looking for a financial institution to make sure that they are providing those multiple layers of security to protect your money. So it's really great that Orlando Credit Union offers that sort of security and offers stability in members knowing that their uh, financial money is going to be safe within the credit union. Is there anything else that members or listeners in general should know about fraud and phishing scams? I think uh, these days that we've been talking about, uh, we need to be, the members need to be extra careful Mm -hmm. because there are so many people out there that are trying to steal the data as to steal their money and they need to be very careful with their personal information. Now, before we close out, just remind us really quickly of what that website is that you should go to if you think you need to dispute fraud. It is uh, USA.gov slash uh, start consumer, state consumer. Perfect. So thank you again, Victor. This was really great information, especially as we're getting into that thick of the holiday season. So I appreciate all of your knowledge. Thank you so much. Of course. And to learn more about Orlando Credit Union, you can head to our website at orlandocreditunion.org. Until next time, we're investing in you. Orlando Credit Union is providing this podcast as a public service. The information provided is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of Orlando Credit Union policy. Reference to any specific product does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by the credit union. Views and opinions expressed by Orlando Credit Union employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the views of the credit union or any of its officers. Orlando Credit Union is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast.